Welcome to Just Talking Story, brought to you by LifeWithAngie.com, home of the blog, we're not crazy, we're just a little insane. Now, let's talk story. The great Jeff Foxworthy once put it best, real life is funnier than anything you could make up. So who needs to be a comedy writer when you have it alive and well going on all around you? For instance, one year we purchased an above-ground pool for the family. It turned out that the pump assembly we bought was not big enough to properly filter that pool. The replacement assembly would cost around 500 bucks, so we did some of the normal juggling of funds and managed to buy it. I picked it up from the pool supply company in our SUV and placed the boxed assembly in the back. When I arrived home, I unloaded the pump assembly and left it behind the vehicle as I needed to get some help to get it in the backyard. And as I was searching for help, my cell phone went off with an emergency service call. And seeing as how I just shelled out 500 bucks, I thought, great, maybe I can recoup some of the costs. So off I went. As I was driving back up the street on my return, I noticed the pump assembly was still behind the SUV. Good, I thought to myself, now maybe I can get that into the backyard. Just then, I noticed the backup lights on the SUV light up. And to my horror... I saw Angie sitting in the driver's seat preparing to leave, no doubt going to do something very important that she just remembered. As she started backing up, I started pounding on the truck's horn and screaming in the cab, No! Of course, Angie was oblivious to all this, as she usually is to all other things that are going on around her. The neighbors, however, were not, and they were coming out to see what the racket was all about. The sight that greeted them was their usually sane neighbor acting anything but sane in his work truck, laying on the horn and screaming to himself as he watched his wife back up, pushing the $500 pool pump assembly towards the street. As it hit the gutter of the street, it tipped over and the mighty SUV just backed right up on top of it. As the SUV rose up over this expensive piece of equipment, I noticed Angie glance into the rearview mirror. Good, I thought, she's going to stop. But no, that would have been the normal course of action when one realizes that perhaps there was a problem, what with the back of the SUV now obviously sitting on top of something. But then again, we are dealing with a far-from-normal person whose own universe is solely just that, her own. Angie did what Angie always does when presented with a confusing situation. Full steam ahead. She gunned the powerful engine and rode that pump assembly out into the middle of the street. Then she put that vehicle of destruction in the drive, dropped down off the now severely mangled box, and headed off down the street to destinations unknown, most probably even to herself. This left the neighbors to watch her poor husband climb out of his truck, walk over to the battered box in the middle of the street, muttering to himself words that probably are not allowed to be muttered out loud. I must say, though, that the packing company really knew their business. The equipment, which I was assuming would be irreparably damaged, wasn't even scratched, in spite of the severe battering that it took. By now, some of our kids were outside due to the noisy commotion made by their father's excited reaction to the effects of this mini-hurricane we have that we refer to as wife and mother. They smiled slightly as I related the experience with that woman I married. I must have been insane. They knowingly nodded and patted me kindly on the back as if to say, yes, Father, we love you, and you will live through this. Remember, we're putting her in the care home when she gets older, but you, you will take home with us. Their father's final comment was, I wonder how she remembers to breathe. The kids helped me get the equipment into the backyard, and in short order, it was hooked up and working. 
Well, several hours later, I was working on some paperwork in our office when Angie came rushing in with a concerned look on her face and asked, Have you seen the new pool pump anywhere? I calmly looked at her, and thanks to several bottles of liquid medication, also known as beer, I replied, Yes, I uh, was watching as you pushed it into the street and backed up over it. Oh, she replied with her normal downward glance of guilt. I, I was afraid that's what that was. And when exactly did you realize this, I asked her. She was all about two hours later when I pulled into the parking lot of the grocery store. I had to ask. I noticed you looked up in your rearview mirror when the SUV rose up. Why didn't you stop? Well, her reply was classic Angie. It wasn't trash day. After further questioning, her reply made sense. Not to me, nor to any other person with a normal thought pattern, but it satisfied her. It seems that unbeknownst to her long-suffering husband, almost every trash day, she backs up over the trash can. This is in spite of the fact that her husband intentionally puts them nowhere near the vehicles so as to prevent such an occurrence. When the SUV raised up, she simply looked up and down the street and saw that the neighbor's trash cans were not out, so it wasn't trash day. Seeing as how it wasn't trash day, it must have been nothing that rose up the back of the vehicle, so off she went. Another example of the wonderful world of Angie took place while we were out in our door-to-door ministry one Saturday morning. Yes, we're Jehovah's Witnesses. It seemed that prior to going out, uh, she had had a wardrobe malfunction. Uh, Apparently, the elastic in her underwear decided to go on strike, which, of course, gravity being what it was, resulted in the underwear appearing around her ankles. So her solution was to pick it back up and think to herself, you know, i got to fix that and then forget about it. So now we're out in the ministry and she's with a little girl named Anna. She's eight years old and they were going up to the door and Angie felt a bit of slippage coming on and so she starts walking a little bit more bow-legged and as she proceeds across the street, she's getting more and more bow-legged and pretty soon she's walking like a cowboy that's been sitting on a very wide horse for 50 years. When she gets to the door, uh, she rang the doorbell and leaned down to Anna and whispered something and Anna nodded okay. And nobody came to the door, so she turned around and did a real good John Wayne imitation all the way back across the other side of the street. So I asked her, I said, Angie, what in the world uh, did you whisper to Anna? And she goes, oh, well, I told her that if my underwear falls off, let me know. Could you imagine the homeowner going back to his wife when she says, who was that? And he'd say, oh, it was Jehovah's Witnesses. And She'd say, oh, okay. And he says, yeah, I learned something really interesting about them today. I never knew. And she'd say, what's that? And he goes, well, every time they open up their Bible, <laughs> their underwear falls off. And she was, and still is, of course, the perfect wife and mother for our unique family. She does, however, have a few slight phobias that make life a little bit more interesting. One of the biggest fears that she has is food spoiling. This, combined with her pack rat habit of never throwing anything away, makes for some interesting situations. See, Angie's theory as to when to clean out the fridge is when you see a small revolution going on inside the fridge between the veggies and the meats. One year, when our daughter Marissa was in elementary school, Angie had made a bag lunch, as usual, for her to take to school. And When it was lunchtime at home, she made a sandwich for Ben, who was not yet in school. When she was making the sandwich, she noticed that there might be a problem with the lunch meat she had used. Her first clue was that when she went to grab it in the fridge, it ran over behind to the other side of the fridge and hid behind a gallon of half-solidified milk. 
Her second clue was when she finally caught it, it had slipped through her fingers from the heavy coating of slime that it had developed. It was then that she realized that Marissa's lunch was potentially fatal, or at least she'd never have to get a penicillin shot again in her life. So she snatched up Ben and ran the three blocks down to the school, burst into the lunchroom screaming, Marissa, don't eat that! Now, normally this kind of abrupt interruption in a school lunchroom uh, would result in pandemonium and panic, uh, not so for this little school, as the children and the teachers uh, already knew of the wonderful world of Angie. Years later, Marissa finally figured out why none of her classmates would trade her to lunch. I've discovered in my many years being married to this beautiful hurricane, uh, I'm not surprised by many of the out-of-ordinary things that she does. This might be because my life has been out of the ordinary since I could remember. See, one day early in our marriage, when we lived in Idaho, I was heading out on a service call. I had just left the house and was traveling down the road when I noticed this woman running down the street towards me. She was carrying a small child under her arm. I quickly recognized that it was my beloved and our firstborn Marissa who was dangling under her arm imitating a really good martini which is always shaken and not stirred. I stopped in the road and rolled down my window to ask her about this new exercise routine and also to inquire exactly where was her car. Well, she shouted across the street, she goes, I ran out of gas down near the 7-Eleven. So I looked up the street and sure enough, there was Angie's car sitting in the turn lane. And to my horror, there was also a Twin Falls police car pulled up behind it with its lights flashing. So I proceeded over there, pulled up behind him, and the officer was walking around the car, looking up and down the street, wondering where the driver went. He saw me and walked over while I hastily explained that it was my wife's car and that she had run out of gas. Well, where is she then, he he had asked. I simply pointed down the street and he saw her running back again with uh, Marissa dangling under her arm. He simply smiled, shook his head, and then asked if I'd like some help pushing the car across the street to the gas pumps, not a hundred feet away. So I thanked the kind officer when we stopped the car in front of the pump. uh, I had the nozzle in the tank when Angie came running up. I asked, uh, why didn't you just push the car across the street to get the gas? Oh, was her reply. This is always her reply to any common sense question that might be presented to her. Today, she's still doing this sort of thing, but with the invention of the cell phone, I now get several frantic calls a day. That is, when she remembers to take her phone, and when she remembers that it needs to be charged, and whenever she can find it in whatever safe place she might have put it. So as you can see, Angie's solutions to life, everyday problems are not the normal way people deal with the mundane things in life. Her solution is just to relocate it to another place so she doesn't see it and have to make a decision about what to do with it. This applies to anything that goes in the most favorite hiding place that Angie has, and that's the rear compartment of her SUV. The only problem comes up is when she has to put something else in the back, and then she has stuff back there that she forgot she had, and now she has to find another place for the contents that were there. This was the case with my suits that were supposed to be going to the dry cleaners. She was again off on a very important mission, which she wasn't quite sure what exactly it was, but it was important anyway. uh, She opened the back of the SUV and discovered it was already full of the dry cleaning she had forgot to take in several weeks earlier. Now, where am I going to put this? She thought to herself. Her solution was to put them in the driveway behind the travel trailer right next to the garbage can so that nobody, including herself, could see them. 
For the next several weeks, this was the hiding place of my suits until one day Angie walked behind the trailer and saw this pile of strange clothes laying there. What in the world is this, she thought to herself. Upon further examination, she realized it was the dry cleaning she had lost last month. Seeing as how she had already forgotten what she was on her way to do, she decided to finally drop the dry cleaning off at the cleaners. So she threw the clothing into the back of the SUV again and was off again on her mission. She took the clothes into the cleaners and deposited them on the counter. The lady behind the counter said she'd be right with her, and Angie started sorting through the pile to separate the different types of clothing. She began to notice many small little white things in the clothes, and thought to herself, How, how'd this rice get in here? It was then that she noticed that the rice was moving and realized that instead of the main staple of most of the third world, she had brought hundreds of future flying pests into the dry cleaners. Maggots, to be exact. Lots and lots of maggots. You see, uh, another one of the things that goes on around my house is that my sons uh, have this ability to work harder to stay out of doing a chore than doing it and the most common chore is to take the trash out so their solution is uh, they get they get close to the trash can maybe within five feet and then just throw it in the general direction whether the lid's up or not doesn't matter to them and that's how we uh, picked up all these little hitchhikers so what did Angie do? what she always does she shook the clothes out on the counter swept the little wiggly things off of the counter so the lady couldn't see them and uh, proceeded on with her day. Remember Angie's motto, out of sight, out of mind. Now with the preceding accounts in mind, this next story should make a lot of sense. I had taken the boys to the movies and Angie had stayed home. When we got back around 11 p.m., we heard Angie snoring through the bedroom walls. You see, Angie is world famous for her ability to project the loudest known sound of man during her sleep. I've become accustomed to it, but it's quite noticeable to others. On one occasion, I had to stop our number three child, Ashley, from asphyxiating her mother in the middle of the night when we were sharing the same hotel room during a trip. I had awakened to find Ashley hovering over her mother with a pillow in her hand and a wild look in her eyes. I asked, what are you doing? She goes, I can't take it anymore. I haven't slept all night. I advised my beloved daughter that, although I could sympathize, I didn't feel her actions were appropriate and that I didn't think prison life would suit her very well. However, just to be on the safe side, I did promise to visit regularly. Well, as the boys and I entered the house, I thought it would be best to at least let Angie know we're home. If she's not advised of the presence of others in the house, it could very well result in one of the infamous naked mother sightings that has shocked and scarred many of the unsuspecting visitors. As I opened the bedroom door, I was greeted with one of the most unique sights I've witnessed to date. The lights were on, the TV was blaring, and there, sprawled out in the most unladylike fashion possible, here the word splayed comes to mind, was my beloved wife. The lower area of her uh, clothless anatomy was thankfully covered by the sheet. Uh, The upper half, however, was not. To add to this disturbing vision was that right next to her, on my side of the bed, lay our 85-pound boxer mix, Jack, snoring loudly and also sprawled out in the popular splayed position of the evening in all his thankfully neutered glory. The first thought that occurred to me was that, uh, this ain't right. The second thought that occurred to me was, where's my camera? Sadly, before I could act on my idea, the mother of my children, the bride of my youth, and living proof that gravity has severe effects on us uh, all over time, awoke with a ladylike snort. 
What's wrong? was her barely intelligible question. Nothing, my dear, I replied. Everything is just as normal as it always is here. Well, I hope you've enjoyed that story. If you have any suggestions or comments, uh, please leave them at lifewithangie.com on the comment page, and they'll get to me. If you'd like to buy the storyteller a cup of coffee, it just happens to be a coffee cup icon that you can click on to do that. We'll see you next time. 